0: You're listening to the 9 a.m. Sunday School Class, led by Pastor Greg Voorhees, Shenandoah Valley Baptist Church, Sunday, December 17, 2023. For more information about SVBC, you can visit their website, svbcfamily.com, or you can find them on all things social, at svbcfamily. Let's pray and we'll we'll do a short, let's see what time is it, 9.40, we'll do a short Sunday school. Now we got the TV back in back where it belongs. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for this holiday season. And most of all, we thank you for Jesus. Lord, we just ask that we glorify him in, in, our, in our time here together. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All righty. The Christmas story. So why why do we think that why do we think that uh there's more of the christmas story in the book of luke than any, any of the others <laughs> no the uh, there are a little abbreviated versions of or pieces of the christmas story in 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 the two of the other gospels the uh, but what we see in Matthew and Mark the you know these these are things obviously Matthew Mark nor Luke none of the three of these guys were there I, I, I mean so I imagine the little pieces that Matthew and Mark um, Matthew and Mark had written down. I'm, I'm sure these are things that you, you know, conversations that they had had with Christ, and, and, and stories that you know, as Mary had told him. The uh, or who knows? There is so much to debate about. You know, how much does Jesus know all at one time? You know, maybe he just had first-hand knowledge. I, I don't know. Luke, though, is, is Luke is very interesting. We know that Matthew was written by Matthew, who was one of the 12. We know John was one of the 12. We know that Mark uh, was not there. We know he was a younger guy, but uh, he was very closely connected. And we see in the book of Acts, he was very closely connected with Peter, which is one of my major arguments as to why, you know, the book of Mark is most likely Peter's account. But this Luke guy is, 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 is a whole different, whole different story. Uh, Luke, all we know about Luke is that he was a doctor and that he was Paul's friend. He's referred to as Paul's basically doctor friend in Acts. But, but here's the interesting thing. If we look at the beginning of Luke, he says many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us just as they were handed down to us by those from who were first who were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Now with this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things that have been taught. So, so essentially what Luke is saying here is I have gotten all of these stories from people who were there. I, I, so the things, the things that particularly in the book of Luke, cause we have no evidence that Luke was there for any of the book of Luke. This he, he was kind of like the Gerardo Rivera of his day. He, you know, he was a doctor, but he was also. It, it says that he did a very careful investigation of of, of what we would call first hand or primary sources to to get the scoop and And we actually see uh, the book of acts many many consider the Book of Luke and the book of Acts kind of like chapter one and chapter two of the same thing. In fact, in the beginning of Acts, he starts out the same way he's talking to this guy named Theophilus. We have no idea who Theophilus is that's that's a that sounds that's a Greek sounding name, you know, so he was probably writing these uh, these uh, you know to to a Gentile audience. <laughs> However, when you look at the great detail that's in here, also when we look over at the genealogy of Christ, the genealogy of Christ in Luke is different than the genealogy of Christ in Matthew. In Luke chapter 3, we know that this is actually Mary's genealogy. The book of Matthew has Joseph's genealogy because it would have been important. Matthew was a very Matthew was a very Jewish book, you know. So he was he would have focused more on the lineage of, of, of Joseph because that was you know it was it was important you know for the Jewish Jewish audience to 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 make this connection with Joseph with, with David. However, Luke is talking to Mary, you know, so he has her genealogy there is some there's if if you compare the two they kind of there is some overlap, mind you they're both from from the tribe of of Judah or not Judah, but yeah they were both from the lineage of David so the uh, there's going to be some crossover we're not we're not talking about this giant this ginormous you know it's not like New york city so it's it's not uncommon you know for these genealogies of these these small tribes to sometimes you, you know line up with one another especially in a culture it, it, it's it's not that far disconnected even in, in you know heir civilization for first cousins the Mary and so on and so forth but the, the thing that I find very interesting in Luke is you know where is he getting this information from and because he's using Mary's uh, genealogy and not not Joseph's, and he also records in, in chapter one Mary's song. So this tells me that Luke had, had a had, had a real you know get together with Mary the mother of Christ. So his primary source or his you know where he's getting this information, you, you know leans heavily on that he's getting this straight from Mary. I mean he's got her genealogy. Again, he has her song. Mary's song, we find Luke 1, 40, starting 46, it says, And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, and He has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, and He has sent the rich away empty. He has helped His servant Israel remember and be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as He promised our ancestors." And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months, and then returned home. So we see, we see that Luke even records this this song of Mary. You know, does when you read Mary's song, the does it remind you of anybody else's writing? Somebody else that might have who was in her family? You know, not, 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 not like her mother or father. We have no idea anything about them. Does Mary's song sound anything like one of the Psalms? You, you know, I think there's a striking resemblance between Mary's song and some of the songs or Psalms of, of, of David. You know, so it's, it, it, it's, it's this beautiful depiction, not only of the, the mother of Christ. Um, showing that also that um, kind of some of the things that people people try to say when they try to dispute the Bible, you know and they try to say that you know this this stuff could not have happened the way it happened. And one of the big arguments you see is um, well this 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 had to have been written much later because they were all a bunch of illiterate people who, who really didn't have the capacity to write something like this well this this obviously is not the case this uh we know luke we know luke was a doctor so he's a smart guy and he's writing this stuff down he says he's getting it from primary sources people who actually saw it and when when you read when you read mary's song uh, that, that shows to me somebody who's who's a, a very lyrical intelligent young lady he you, you know it's it, it's the mother of christ he, you know when i was Working on working on the PowerPoint this morning. Yeah, I was here like 4:30 this morning. When I was working on the PowerPoint this morning. You know, I really had to. I was really thinking about this thing with Mary and Joseph. You know, we we see in the Bible that you know kind of the way the kingdom of God works. You know, the least becomes the greatest, the greatest becomes the least. That's that's very. That's very well established, but why would why would God choose Mary? And then why would God choose Joseph? You know, because I was watching it was just this kind of this this comedy skit and um, the the Mark Lowry. If you ever watch Mark Lowry, he's just he's just a funny guy. But but. He, he, he was talking about Mary and said, "Think about this. you know Mary taught God how to walk <laughs> he, you know when he was he was talking about you know she, he, he she would have held on to jesus's fingers you know while he was he was learning to walk and to do different things so, so what uh, you know why why would he pick a small uh, or a, a young girl from the middle of nowhere to carry his child I, I think this I think this is a beautiful picture of the fact that God God doesn't he, the Bible tells us he's not a respecter of persons. You know what you know what does that mean? It it means that God doesn't look at you and he's not oohed and odd by your place in life. He's not oohed and odd by your degrees, or he's not oohed and odd by how much land you have, or how much. Because the reality is, he is the beginning of all knowledge. Everything that we have belongs to him. So there's really no way that, that we could ever impress God. We just, could, we just couldn't. We can't do it. What impresses God, though, and this has to speak volumes about Mary, is she had to have had it, the heart that God was looking for. She, had to have, she, she would have had to have possessed you know, the, the loving kindness that he would have wanted. Because think about this too. If, if you had the ability to, to pick any woman that would ever live and, 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 and say, this is who I want to raise my child, would you not want to pick somebody who had a good heart? who was kind who was who, who was tender who was who, who was upright and righteous you know even when and that's the thing about uprightness and righteousness you know even when we fall short you know he would have picked someone who who would have called out to him he you know when, when when she would have fallen you know Joseph you know I think the same thing about Joseph and this is something that never occurred to me it never occurred to me till this morning uh, that, that, you know, why Joseph? You know, we've heard the story, we've read the story a hundred times, if not a thousand, about, you know, he had a hard time buying this, this virgin, you know, pregnancy in the beginning until Gabriel came and said, no, it's, it's the real deal. You know, Gabriel came and said, you know, she is with child, but it's from the Holy Spirit. You, you know, you're okay. This is, this is, this is cool. You know, this really is the Son of God. However, he, like I, um, until Gabriel came and talked to him, I would have had a hard time buying that story myself. You're what? You're pregnant? And and how? You you know, that would have been been a a bitter pill to swallow, but it tells us that after, you know, before Gabriel came, he had resolved to himself that he was going to divorce her quietly. He, you know, so what else would we would we have known about Joseph? If if, if you if you were God and you were going to pick the man who was going to be your son's earthly father, wouldn't you be looking for a lot of the same things? Somebody who's who's has a, has a kind heart, someone who's who seeks after God above all else, who, who who does all these things. But I see in in Joseph, you know, I just kind of chalked up. That the, the, the reason that he, he was willing to divorce her quietly would have been because, he, you know, he, well, he just, really, he, he loved her. And, and that may have been part of why. He's like, you know, I can't bring this disgrace on my family. I, I, I can't, you know, but I love her. I don't want to, because he, he, he would have actually been allowed to, he would have been expected to lead the charge in stoning her for being unfaithful. But he didn't. But why he decided to do this we we can only theorize. I, I think love had something to do with it. But I think I see something in Joseph that we see that we see in God. We, we see mercy. No, you're fine, Eric. In Joseph we see mercy. You know, even when he believed he was being wronged and that, that he had been sinned against until the angel said, no, 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 that's not what happened. He still chose mercy. And I believe this is something key to this story. You know, the loving kindness of, of, of the people that, that, that God chose to send Jesus to Joseph would have also been. He, he. We know that he wasn't the best and the brightest because why? How do we know that? You know, first of all, you know, Hebrew boys were not illiterate. They all went to school. They all went to Hebrew school, and, and then the best and the brightest they went on to teach the law, the writings, the prophets. The ones who weren't the best and the brightest they then did trades. You know so. Joseph would have been trained in, in, in the Hebrew, and he would have been trained in, in, in the ways of God. And, and he would not have made, in, in man's eyes, he would not have made the cut. That, that would have been why he was being a, a carpenter. However, we know, we know that he was merciful and loving. But it also shows that God is, again, more concerned about your heart after him. Because, because Joseph would have been just like his, his grandfather, great, great, great grandfather. I'd have to look how many greats go in there. Just like his great, great, great grandfather, David. You know, he was clearly a man after God's own heart. He was a man, he would have been a man who chose mercy over the law. He was a man who, who chose to be kind when he didn't have to be. When he would have had the perfect excuse to have stoned Mary, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to divorce her quietly. You, you know, so it's we see little glimpses, you know, into the world of Mary and Joseph, and we, so we get little glimpses of who they had to have been as people. Because even though they were given God's son to raise, you know, God, God, I guarantee you, did not willy nilly you know, you know, like that. That this is a terrible reference. For what I'm talking about, it's not like the old. Uh, when you're a kid and you played spin the bottle and you spin the bottle and you kiss the girl, they, you know he didn't do something like that. He very purposely—it wasn't by chance of like spinning. He very purposely chose Mary and Joseph to raise Jesus. The, the, you know, she was just a little a little gal from the middle of nowhere. He was a carpenter. God doesn't—he's he, not impressed by our intelligence. He's not impressed by the, the like I said, the stuff that we have. That that was there was even a saying back then, and we even still out, nothing good comes out of Nazareth, even the place that he that these folks came from. God's saying, I don't care about where you're from. I don't care what other people have said about you. Because somebody would have had to have told Joseph at some point, you know, you, you didn't make the cut. You're going, you're going to learn probably your father's trade. It doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter any of these things. The only thing that God is, is, is really passionate about, and the thing that he cares about, and the thing that he looks for, what is your heart for him? What, 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 what is it about you that, that, that draws God to us? And it's, it's our heart for him. And that's something that we see in, in, in the story of, the, of, of Christmas. We, we, we see that this, this little gal and this little guy from the middle of nowhere, God chose them to raise his son. You know, what, what, you know, what do we know about Joseph? And actually it's already 9.59. What happened to Joseph? We have no idea. The the only thing we do know about Joseph is that the last time we see him in Scripture is when they lost Jesus. <laughs> you know, they they were they had been to the Jerusalem and and they were heading back home and and, and uh, Mary's like, hey, Joseph, where's Jesus? He's like, I thought he was with you. He's like, no, I thought he was with you. And then they had to run back to Jerusalem and they found him in in, in the temple. You know, and he's like Jesus, like puzzled by it. Why are you so surprised? I was at my, I was, I was doing my father's work, <laughs> you know. But that's the last we see of Joseph, you know. So there's, and it's also the last we see of Jesus until until he he kind of reveals who he is when his earthly ministry starts when he kind of leaves leaves the you know the the comfort of home and making tables and chairs whatever it is that he made to to his public ministry and to where he was calling out people to follow him you know so we don't know anything about joseph after that, but I can only imagine I can only imagine that he and jesus you know had a special relationship. You know, again, he was the man that God chose to raise His son. They they would have been they would have been close. With all that being said, you know, just 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 to finish up with the the one point that I was making in all of this. You know, God, God is deeply concerned and and cares about a relationship with Him. It, it's. He cares about your heart condition. He cares about he cares he cares about your desire to to be with him. These these are important things to him. You, you know, we I've learned so much about God by being a dad. It, it's it's important for me to spend time with my kids. I love being with my my kids. And, and the and and, and but, so God God he's just so much more focused on. You know our relationship with him anything else we can offer him nothing other than their hearts that's all we have see, the only thing we have that's ours that we can choose to give him or, or hold is their hearts and, and we we've, we've seen this beautiful picture of Mary and Joseph two folks, two young folks who, who gave their heart and we see the impact that it' had on the world the, you know they they've, the, the world God put the world on its ear with, with the coming of Christ. And he did so with, with, with some, some humble servants from the middle of nowhere. So let us pray and we'll get ready for church. Father, I, I just ask that this very tiny piece of the Christmas story that's so overlooked, the, the story of Mary and Joseph, you know, who, who, who are they? You know what? What what was it about them that made you choose them? When we fill in all those little blanks, God, we we can obviously tell they, they, that they met all the important criteria. They were from the line of David, and so on. But you would have been most attracted to their their hearts towards you. We know we know they had to have been righteous people passionate about you. and God, give us that same passion. Give us that same desire. Make us the kind of people that, 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 that if Christ had not come, make us yet. If he had not come yet, make us the kind of people that you would consider us. Make us righteous and give us the righteousness of Christ and make our hearts pure before you. Give us clean hearts pure hearts, God, and clean hands. Give us broken and contrite hearts, Father. May we remember in this holiday season, this Christmas season, the reason for the season. May may we exalt your Son. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.